Hello, everybody. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Hello. Vietnam. Good evening. <laughs> what was that show? I know what that well, show was. Well, Good Morning Vietnam was, was it Robin movie? Williams, a movie. But yeah, Michael yeah. Scott always would say, Good morning. Vietnam. Oh, like, just man. Office was a good show. Scram. It is a good show. Don't act like it's done. Currently is. <laughs> Currently <Always>. is. <laughs> it will always keep going. Anyways, hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. And I hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode. I'm sure you did, because we're already over 50 downloads for the episode. Really? Yeah. Oh, That's exciting. In yeah. one day. So, How many from Japan? Impressive. <laughs> Sadly, none from Japan yet. Oh, come on. He's got kicking on these I did. <laughs> Japan fans. Every time we get a listener base back from Japan, I run them off. Yeah, by literally talking about them the whole time. We like, love why would anybody Japan. from Japan want to listen to us? <laughs> They're learning English. Exactly. That's the only reason they listen to the podcast. <laughs> You're the stereotypical American. We really are. <laughs> We're the Midwestern, uh, or the mid. Uh, I almost said we really yes. Um. Uh. So like like yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> could you really imagine though, like if they're only words from English, <laughs> like from us that they learned? No, we so have a friend English words. Take from Japan, and that was his impression of an American. It was that's a typical uh, impression. Like yeah, that's so funny. That's what he would That's say it. over and over. Yeah, That's like, so, so uh, maybe, like, I don't know, like, wow, like, uh... But really, what if this podcast really was someone's introduction to, like, the English language, and so they... Then it would be pretty their accurate. Their first conversation yeah. that they ever had was like, so I'm on this journey, and <laughs> I don't know what I believe about heaven or hell, like, it's all these really deep topics, awesome. because yeah. that's all you guys ever talk about. That'd be super awesome. Are you it would be awesome, but I don't feel like they would fit into <laughs> culture very well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I don't understand why nobody wants to talk They'd to me. They'd be total hipsters. What are you yeah, talking that's about? true. They they would, they would fit into our crowd. So that's about it. So if you're listening, and you're this a is your yeah, if this is your introduction to America, then you're a hipster. So. Anyways, I don't know how we got there. Um, so today I have Libby, and I have Amanda, and I have Izzy in the studio. Say hi, Izzy. Hello. Can't hear. <laughs> She's there. She's currently playing phone games under Libby's chair. But everyone else, say hi. Hey. Hello. All right. That's everyone else. So I'm not sure what we're going to get into today. We're just kind of talking. We've honestly been talking for about, what, like an hour now already? And we, we got here at like 530. A while. Yeah. So yeah. Some Parks and Rec mix, mixed yeah, in. Yeah, that's true. We've been, and we've just been in here talking for a long time. That's so. true. Yeah. Yeah. I actually ditched you guys to work on some music, but. Which we should play. It's awesome. Yeah. Just. Uh, I don't know if I can. I can do that. Keith's new song is wonderful, and you should all listen to it. I'm like Lumineers 2.0. Yeah, for real. That's my (laughs) new favorite. Not lying. Awesome. Anyways, we've been just hanging out. Had a couple. uh, I've had a couple glasses of whiskey here, and uh, the Irish. I the Irish stuff. I don't have anything to chase it with, so I've just been drinking straight whiskey. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Hey. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, but anyways, uh, 
I don't know what we were talking about a second ago before I so rudely interrupted with the record mm. button. Uh, yeah. I was uh, talking about kind of like uh, uh, maybe we were evaluating uh, old experiences. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I was talking about kind of like some of the experiences I've had and how I've kind of like correlated those with like they could have been true, but at the same time, like maybe they couldn't have been as a possibility. So I don't know what specific one was I talking about? Um, I don't. Oh, it was the uh, the sermon that I preached. Yeah. And it was all about. So <laughs> anyone listening, I preached a sermon one time and it was literally all about God's judgment on sinners and how we need Jesus and we need to get saved. And it was just me and Amanda actually were looking through a bunch of old stuff like last week, like going through a bunch of books and crap. And we found those notes and it was literally just was cringeworthy reading through them again. So we were talking about just a minute ago before I hit the record button uh, about how like in those moments we really felt like we were hearing something from God or we really felt like we were doing truth yeah we really felt like it was truth or it was just keeping it 100 but looking back at it now it's it's just seems like like i said it's just kind of cringy you know it's like at least and, and that might be just because of where i'm at right now compared to where i was before but i don't know it just seems really cringeworthy like looking specifically looking back at the notes like on that sermon that i that i preach where it was you know, I think it was out of uh, uh, the last book of the Old Testament. I can't remember the name of it anymore. Revelation. Mm, that's the New that? Testament. Wasn't it like oh, Micah Old Testament. or something like that? Like it was. Uh, it was. It was one of the one of the minor prophets. Malachi. Malachi. That's why I said Micah. Okay, Malachi. You would have got there eventually. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to do the entire song. I can't just remember what it It was Malachi, and uh, it was all about God's judgment and the return of Christ and how we needed to be sure we were on the right side. And I don't know. At the moment, I felt like that was just one hundred percent truth, and maybe it is true, but I don't know. Like where I'm at right now is like. It's just kind of cringy thinking about, like, even if it is true, the way I presented it before was just not... So maybe that's the thing. Yeah, maybe it's to presentation. To filter out, like, what the truths our, are, yeah. and then our yeah. interpretation just changes. Yeah. yeah. And it is, had to do a lot, I believe, with just the culture we were in, too. And it was sure. a very small sure. culture. Like, it was just honestly maybe 10 or 15 of us in a very like i would call like a devout culture <laughs> like we we're very like charismatic almost like a uh, monkish type like we were the small group of very the core. yeah yeah, yes, yeah that right. was the core we were the core <laughs> not the crowd <laughs> Yeah, that's but, interesting uh, to me, though. Like, how something in one moment can feel so true. Yeah. 
and then you know looking fast at forward it a five year years, down the road yeah. yeah or yeah a year even later yeah the same thing you would look at and think what was i thinking so does yeah. that mean it was all wrong we were all wrong or are we wrong now or is truth relative or you know and how you think of it yeah. i don't know where i'm at right now is i just don't know if i'm being honest like and that's what's led me to if um i don't know if you've listened to any of the latest podcasts but kind of where i'm at is like i just don't i don't know where i'm at with god i don't so know what are what are your baseline like what's your foundation I don't, I don't have a foundation like you believe in god i don't know i don't know anything you don't know if you there is a god Yes, I. if I had to sway one way or another, it would be yes, I believe in God. So you have to, like for your philosophical reasoning. So it would be, there is? Yes, I, I would say that. I would say there is a God. Do you know anything else? Like, if there is <laughs> no. a God. Okay, so like, this is a thing for me. Like, if there is a God, he either has to be like, I don't, there are some things that God has to be in order for him to be like can we know real that? yeah like if God is real okay so I think he has to be noble I think he has to be all-knowing I think he has to be um good even though that's like a big relative term you know like anybody can decide like what good is or whatever but I God can't be who he says he is if he's not all of those things like so that's where you have to decide what the attributes of God that, right. that you would. Yeah. See, that's where I really get lost, though, because just on, like, your first one, like, when you talk about how, like, God has to be knowable, and I agree that I guess in some respects he can be, but, I mean, the last podcast we talked about where uh, I was I was talking about like, I don't think it's fair that people can, like, search their whole lives trying to find truth and find God, and they don't find God, and therefore that merits them eternity in hell. Like, I don't believe that's really fair, especially, like, for someone who... and, and even I like, don't think that scenario is true. I'm just going to say, yeah. like, I, well, there's no way to prove that. And I don't think I've told you guys personally, but anyone who listens to the podcast knows I definitely don't believe in eternal torment at i don't believe to in me it. that isn't a deal breaker for believing in god or not no i, d I don't think if someone doesn't believe in god they're gonna burn or in, like, a fire for eternity like we'll just say that not just god but like christianity like jesus yeah. is god and god but my question my question was is like if god is like if god's so real and so um and just based off what you said, like, knowable, then, like, why is it that, like, people can search their whole lives to try and find God and not find him? Like, that's one of the things that li really puts me on the verge of, like, is God, like, real? Because, of, like, someone like myself, I'm, like, like trying to find truth, and I'm putting everything on the altar, like, what is real and what's not, and it's, like, if God would just speak something, I would be okay, 
To me, it's like we've boxed that in, though, what that looks like. Okay. Okay. So, the lowest point in my whole life, God looked like seeing a flower growing or hearing one of my kids laugh. So, how I look at it now of, of seeing if there is God or... God speaking to me is so much more than what comes, you know, reading a scripture or hearing a sermon. It's what's around me, someone who's been kind to me or, you know what I mean? Like, God is much more than the box maybe that we put him in and maybe that's where our flaw is. Not in that we can't find God, but that we're we're looking in this parameter that that isn't right you know like we're not listening for the right things yeah yeah and i very could very well could be in the wrong parameter for sure <clears throat> that's a good point and i also oh like your music yeah wow. exactly yeah that too and i think too like if you were to si- decide today like I know 100% without any kind of doubt that God is real, then you would have to also believe that he is personal and noble because you probably have more spiritual experiences than a lot of other people I know. Like, but you, like you have this over here, like if I believe in God, then these things were real. But if I don't believe in God, then those things weren't real. So it's like you have a lot of, experiences where God spoke to you in dreams and gave you words to like songs that you've wrote that have all of these like emotions with and stuff. So it's not like you haven't ever experienced any kind of spiritual things you have. I think maybe too, like I just may think too much because (laughs) for every spiritual experience or whatever that I have, I always have the thought in my mind, like what if that was just me? Yeah. And think about how many other people feel that too. Like you're saying, like, it's not fair that no, like there are some people who never experience God, but like Libby was saying, it could be so much bigger than like, or so much more simple than Jesus didn't audibly speak to you. Like, I think there are a lot of things that we can experience if we like understand what they are or like, don't doubt it. Like you were just saying, like, Every time that God spoke to you, you were like, oh, maybe that wasn't really God, but maybe God really is trying to speak to us, but we're just so. I think it's our own, hung, like it's our, our self that we think isn't worthy or isn't right, capable yeah. or able, like things to work through that way. Like if, if we came from the basis of I am, I can have a good life and God is real and God does love me. And then we look at the world that in that lens, then it looks differently than if. So I don't know if we can like choose what way we want to see the world or interpret things maybe, you know, yeah. and that's or maybe, our choice. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like maybe we let our own like things that have happened to us affect mm-hmm. how we look at God. For sure. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, that. Well, probably your, happens. Your I mean, parents are yeah. very close um, representation of your spirituality. So yeah. how you see your mother, father, 
that directly relates to like attributes of how you think of God. Huh? Really? Yeah. It's stuff you got to work through. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I just look at my view of God and just religion in general has changed so dramatically just since the whole church thing. Yeah. So, I mean. So how do we filter through that? Like stuff that was real? And that's or... what I'm still trying to figure out. And that's why I'm not at a place where I've just completely let God go. Because yeah. honestly. I think it's exciting. Yeah. It is. It is. Like and we're, just like I talked to Ryan. We're without parameters at this point. We don't have. Okay. I'm going to speak for myself. I don't have a church that's telling me what's right or wrong. I do not mm-hmm. have a parent, you know, a parent. I'm an adult telling me this is what is right. I was raised in a private Christian school as well. I don't have those parameters. I literally am setting my own yeah. moral compass like for it. So do I choose this is what, you know, God and um, what the Bible or Christianity or not? Like, this is on me now, and I think that's super exciting. Like, I love that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it really this is, is it. It's just my choice. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Nobody else's. It is my choice. I really feel like it's a perspective thing, because I can look at it and be like, man, this just freaking sucks. <laughs> Sometimes, like, I can look at it from the perspective of, like, dude, I'm just done with all of it. I'm just gonna go live my life and be happy and but I mean there's always that thing keeping me holding on. Yeah. What's gonna make you happy? Yeah. I mean there's always that just keeping me holding on to God. Yeah. That's that's really what keeps me going is I just don't feel as much as as I said on the last podcast that I really don't care for theologians or philosophers. I What I really feel like I need right now is just something real. What does that mean? I, I feel like for me, like for me to just completely jump on board 100% with God again is just I really need to feel something again. So real is you emotionally feeling something or just like just in your heart? Like or spiritually, spirit, like feeling something. Because I feel like what I don't need is just emotions because I feel like that would almost be like a deterrent for me. Yeah. That almost be like, oh, yeah. That was just emotions. That, that verifies that all I've experienced in my life is my Christian walk has just been emotions. Like I really feel like I need something because I know the difference between like something emotional and something spiritual. Like I've, I, I know the difference because I've had the difference. So I don't know. I feel like for me, that's like what I, what I need to really just put all the questioning in myself to rest. But I don't feel like I'll ever be at the place where I'm just willing to lay it all down. I just don't think. Lay what? Lay what down? I'm sorry. Just God. Like the questioning. Uh, yeah, I um, mean, right. honestly, I would rather live in turmoil for the rest of my life not knowing whether I'm a Christian or not than be an atheist. Why? Because I just, I don't want to let go. You, yeah, because you yeah. know, or like, you yeah. don't want to let go of, 
what the could be or yeah yeah okay I was more, that was more of a question <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes or no question like which one what what keeps you holding on like just because you're saying that word holding on I'm just curious of like what you mean by that just hope okay because honestly like thinking about a life without any hope would this is when I went to move it. to like some third world country where they have literally have nothing and everything is yeah. really literal. Like just to yeah. see how they live this out because we get so, you know, where we live, we're so Let's blessed go. and fortunate, but you know what I mean? It's totally different right. than someone who very literally needs food and water and could be killed yeah. Or, you know, for their faith or not. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then that brings up the the atheistic standpoint of, like, dependency. Like, people cling to God because they have nothing else to oh. cling to. I'm sorry. But if you, I mean, honestly, think about it. If you were faced with mm. your children being killed or your spouse being killed or given to you know, and say, denounce a religion. I just don't think you're going to do that for no reason or for, yeah. a, for a imaginary crutch. Yeah. I don't buy that argument at all. Yeah. I hear you on that. Yeah. I really don't. And these are just all the things that I'm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. Through. I'm not yeah. trying to discredit like you're thinking at all. Right. But I've, it's the same things i've been thinking through as well so i feel like if i had to like put a word to just like kind of like my emotional or my spiritual state right now it would be volatile Mm. describe that for me i don't know what that word is volatile Volatile. yeah what does that mean explosive whoa oh man all right (laughs) it could go one way or the other you don't know what's gonna happen like just very unstable yeah. Like, I bet, like, the best definition for volatile is just unstable. Yeah, I would say okay. so. Like, I'm just very... I could... I mean, <laughs> you talk to me every day, like... Oh, I know. <laughs> it's very... It's very unstable. It could go... Yeah. One day, I could be leaning towards, like, freaking not believing in God at all, and then the next day, I'm like... Wanted to talk about know, cults and what... <laughs> the deity of Christ. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Yeah. But that that's why I feel like I just need to chill right now. Yeah. I think, um, which me and Keith have talked about this about like a week ago or whatever. I think the difference between me and Keith, um, like our journeys from where we've been like the past year, um, is we both went through the same thing and went through the same teaching. Because me and Keith, um, we both came into Christianity, into the same church, um, around the same time we didn't have either one of our families weren't um like christian families so we didn't have any kind of background so um our journey of like going into christianity and learning all of these things and accepting everything that people had to say as truth without really evaluating everything that we were believing um was very similar so leaving that situation was very similar as well of like having to question like what do I believe? What's real? What was make believe? What were other people just telling me to believe? So you think the process would be similar, but it's so, yeah, not but it's at totally all. different. And I think the biggest thing between, like, the biggest difference like right now for me and Keith, people. 
Yeah, we're two different people. But also yeah. another thing is I think for me, I don't doubt myself and I don't doubt my judgment. Um, like regardless of anything stupid that um, I could have said or anything that I could have done wrong, I know my intentions um, over that period of time were always good and I was always looking after um I know that I was always looking after God and I know that the moments, there are moments that I distinctly remember that I trust my own judgment of that was real. And the things that really happened to me, like I didn't come up with like, um, like they truly happened and there was no other explanation and it was God. Um, and I think that's where me and Keith differ because there are, he doubts, um, those things like he, like there are things that he doubts his own judgment on of like, um, like he'll be like, well, other people could say that this experience wasn't real or wasn't the way that I felt it. Um, but so that's where I think we're kind of just not on the same page anymore as, which is totally fine. We're just experiencing things different or whatever, but I'm not willing to, um, I'm not willing to doubt myself or my, um, my own experiences or my own, um, I don't know, things that happened to me. I know that anybody else could say like, oh, I don't know if that's really true or not, or if you really felt that way. Cause I'm like, of course you could doubt that, but I can't, Yeah, I don't know. I can't doubt myself. And so I think that's where me and Keith differ. And that's, that's where I'm talking about where, um, well, that's just, I, it might just be a personality thing. Absolutely. I literally doubt myself all the time. I know, but you, like, I don't know, you have, I don't I want you to have confidence to know that, like, you don't have to, um, I don't know, you have, you don't have to criticize your own experiences, you know, or, like, think, what's the word, objectively, like, where you, you don't have bias, yeah. like, you're always gonna have a bias about something that personally happened to you, because I know that that's a big thing for you, is to, like, to think objectively and try to see things from other people's point of view, but you can't always do that with things that are personal, personal you know, experience. or like your beliefs. You can't be unbiased in your belief or your opinion because that's the opposite of being unbiased, like an opinion and being unbiased. They can't go. You can't be neutral and have an opinion on something, you know? Yeah. To me, there has, has to be, like, universal truths. Right. And so if your experience that's one thing that, fits into those. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's one thing that we talked about before, that um, I believe there are universal truths that even if I wasn't a Christian anymore, I would have to at least agree, like, right. understanding of good and bad. And love. And, yeah, 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 for sure. So That's what drew me to... God, Jesus, and that's what keeps was me going. Love, yeah. That so that was my about. personal experience was through love. So that's why mm -hmm. that isn't something I will ever let go of, mm -hmm. regardless of how my theology changes of that. Yeah, that's why I'm looking at it at this point. Yeah, I still have more questions than that when it comes to Christianity. But well, I like the way you look at it too, because you, <laughs> the way you look at it is like. The more questions you have, like, the more exciting it is. It's not... Yeah. It's an adventure. <laughs> I remember you, and I don't know if you're okay with, like, sharing this, but, like, you 
texted us the other day, like, and you're like, hey, I prayed and God said he loves me. Just wanted to share that with you guys. Because there, <laughs> it was really dumb. Did I tell you like what it was? No, no, no. You just sent that one text. Okay. It was like super simple. Maybe you talked to her about it more. Well, and it sure. was more a big deal. I don't think so. Was it with the Ecclesiastes? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Something new. Okay. So, okay. This is really, really simple and sort of dumb or whatever, but prayer has been something or answer prayer that I haven't wanted to touch or think about. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems really complicated to me. You know, does God hear us when we pray? Is mm-hmm. it just something that we do for ourselves, you know, to make us feel better? I don't know. So, anyways, my um, car window, like, is broken. And one of the girls rolled it down. And it doesn't roll back up. Like, it's messed up. And it just sucked super bad because... <laughs> It doesn't work. And it was going to rain. It was snowing. It was like a month ago. Oh, no. So it was still snowing. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm going to have to like put plastic on my window. It's going to be 200 bucks to fix. You know, the motor and the thing. I was like, you know what? I'm going to pray. Like, I'm just going to see. And I haven't prayed for anything for a very long time. Like, as far as request praying. I believe in meditation. I believe in saying things out loud. Maybe God's hearing me. I don't know. I'm just exploring like what prayer means, you know, um, in a very open sort of loose way. But I specifically said, I sat in my car and said, God, will you please make my fucking window roll up? (laughs) Because I don't want to have to put plastic over my window and I don't have 200 bucks to fix this right now. Yeah. And I hit it and it rolled up. And I said, you know. I'm going to, like, say this to someone else that this just happened. So I text you. I just prayed and God answered it. I'm just going to put this down, like, as a mark of something that happened to me. That's cool. Yeah, because... And I told my mom. And I told Laura. I was like, okay, I'm going to say this out loud. Because Mm -hmm. this is what I believe right now. Something that just happened to me that was supernatural. And even it was very small, it was very stupid. Maybe it was a coincidence, but it meant something to me personally. Yeah. And I think there is something in that of marking it down, of telling somebody or remembering that makes us remember. And that's why I really like talking with you guys specifically because we've had a lot of shared experience spiritually. And I think if we remember those times... We can filter through them together, and we can remember together the parts that mattered. Um, be, okay, because it's like with your kids, and you don't have kids yet, but it's Aubrey just turned 18. It's very easy to forget, like, when she was a baby, or when she took her first step, or she got her first tooth. I couldn't tell you when that was, but that's a big moment in a child's mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Her first day of kindergarten, I don't know the date of things like that, but where I have it... Is where I've written it down in her baby book. And I think it's the same way with us sometimes spiritually that we can forget those moments that really changed us and marked us. And it doesn't mean that they don't matter because we don't remember the exact time. But it it does help when when we talk with each other that have been through it or we look through our notes of specific things. I've still got all my old notebooks. Right. Maybe, Maybe we do think about it totally different. But we can remember like the certain moments. And so 
I think it is important that we talk to each other. And that's what I'm thinking of myself. And I have Laura all the time to be able to talk to of stuff too that we can filter through. But like you two specifically because of, you know, the internship, like you're, you are the other two people in my life that have hit so many of those milestones. And I don't want to totally forget that stuff because of maybe how it was, um, later twisted or, you know, because we, you're right. We did have good intentions. Absolutely. And our heart was in the right place for that. Mostly. Yeah. Of wanting to love people. So can you guys recall like any uh, examples in your life where you really felt like maybe your heart like was in the right spot, but maybe like your <laughs> actions weren't? My whole time. It's like, <laughs> like a million. <laughs> <laughs> like what's, oh, do, you know, do you guys have an example? Hold on, let me think of, I'm sure I Where can think of Where our heart was in the right place, but our actions were weird. Well, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Well, I don't like, know if I want to <laughs> talk about some of the things. Like, um, like I was talking about the sermon that I preached where I literally told like a whole congregation of people <laughs> they need to like get good with Jesus or go to hell. Like, my heart was there. I really cared about all the people I was talking to, but the follow through was not there. Yeah. Just like anything in general. If not, it's okay. We can move on to something else, but. <clears throat> um, like one kind of funny one, I would say, um, that I can remember is, so we did a, I didn't even want to talk about it because it was just so weird, <laughs> but, um, we did this group, like a college group at AU, which is like a Christian that campus. That was just weird all I know, the way but so like it was a Christian campus yeah. to begin with. These were all like. I would say majority of these people that went there were Christians. Yeah, grew up in church, like, obviously, like, you know, knew of God or whatever. But so we thought this was the perfect place to start an outreach (laughs) to, like, minister to people. Because they weren't real Christians. You're right, because they weren't real Christians. Do you remember, like, praying against their prayer room? Oh, yeah, literally, this is what I was going to talk about. And so, yes, that's what I was going to talk about. So, um... Heidi. <laughs> yes. So we went and we're like, with good intentions because I truly just loved God and I really wanted people to really love God. If you guys can't tell, we are literally cracking up. Because right it's now. so weird. Anyways, so I think, I don't know. I don't even want to try to justify why we, we thought this any, was okay. Anywhere else. Like, yeah. You, you know, you couldn't really, there's nothing else you could do, you know, at a Christian we campus. We have gone two blocks down the road where they were actually poverty ridden neighbors. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That wouldn't make sense. Foster kids, something. Yeah. Anyways, so in our mind, it was we wanted to go visit the their prayer room. Jesus forgives us, (laughs) please. Yeah. Um. So we went to go visit their prayer room, and we were like praying against all of their stuff. Like we. Oh my gosh, we like what was it that we hid? There was something that we're like. Yeah. we were like, like praying. We were like praying incense. over candles and like. We like had the, the candles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they were like too religious. We thought they were too religious, or they were like um, I don't even remember what we would call the. What was it? 
I don't know. Oh, yeah, just, our, yeah. Our intentions yeah. were very good. Yeah. Like, as far as, like, revival sort of. Yeah, and just wanted. AU, right. You know what I mean? Like, but, true. Yeah. <laughs> but it was super weird. And now looking back on it, I'm literally embarrassed by the fact that I question all of these people's salvations and their intentions. Like, well, thinking I that. Yeah. I knew better than what they well, did. Or I think looking back on it, was there any thing positive that came from that? No. There was no positive. I Nada. Yeah, impact. But it wasn't like I didn't go there and, like... No, I'm pretty sure we, like, evangelized the yeah. campus. Oh, we did. And people were like, yeah, I'm a Christian. Yeah, I'm a Christian. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Christian. Oh, yeah, stop. Yeah. Yeah. Evangelized. <laughs> yeah, evangelized around the quotations. I thought you were putting the quotations around Christians. Well, that, that's how we looked at it. Yeah, exactly. But... Yeah, so that was... This thing were on fire. Yeah. Yes. That was it, yeah. <laughs> such That's a... what I'm saying. We should write all of these phrases yeah. down and, like, only use those words. Absolutely. We have, to, we have to use on fire at least, like, 50 times. Absolutely, yeah. They weren't on fire Christians. Radical enough. They were, like, good enough to make in by, like... Maybe they make it into heaven. We're not Smelling sure. like smoke. Was that, like, what we used to say? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what I said in my <laughs> sermon that you were talking about. <laughs> they could make it in smelling like smoke, those AU kids. But oh, they weren't going to get in like we were. Yeah. We were going to be, like, best friends with JC. We were uh, right-hand man. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that's just one of the examples of weird things that we did with good intentions. Yeah, um, very good intentions. <laughs> just super weird. Or um, I think a lot about the relationships that I had with people um, that I truly wanted the best for them, but what I thought the best for them was um, not always what they needed. Like, I wanted them to be this super on-fire, radical Christian. I'm using all quotations, but sadly you guys can't see that. But um, Air quote, air quote. Air quote, air quote, air quote, yeah. Um, Just but, imagine everything's on air quote in this yeah, podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but so I would want these things for them. And so with me thinking that to be this on-fire, radical, air quotes again, Christians, to make it to heaven, you had to look this certain way. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, I would push things on people that they didn't really need. And so looking back on it now, I would say, wow, I was a really bad friend, like trying to make somebody fit into this mold. But in reality, like back then, I wasn't a bad friend because I had the best intentions. Like I truly thought if these people didn't fit in this mold, they were going to burn in hell for eternity. Yeah. yeah. And they weren't living their best life is what I thought. And so I think uh, I had really good intentions, but the way that I treated people back then, I would never want to treat someone like that today. So just to kind of, um, do you have an example, Libby, that you wanted to talk about? As far as relationships? Before I change the subject. No, I mean, the only thing I think that I, I truly regret would be pushing people to come to church or events because I think that yeah. was misguided. Yeah. Um, like the idea of like, that's what's going to get you closer to God. Right. Like being at church. So that idea, I, you know, I genuinely cared about every single kid, you know, that we were helping like you guys did, you know, that way. So 
And we all really cared. We wouldn't have been, absolutely. We wouldn't we have been would, doing anything absolutely. that we would have we been doing. We didn't get paid. We, we took time yes. off from work. We sacrificed our time, I our mean, money. There was a yeah. year that I would literally show up to club two days a week with no sleep. Yeah, because yeah. I was working third shift. All of us. The, the K and factory. All of us. Yeah. Yeah. So so, anyways, so my question was. Um, to kind of like, I guess, play like devil advocate, devil's advocate, advocate. Oh my gosh, Keith. Death, devil's advocate. Yep. Oh my goodness. Yep. I cannot talk. Well, it's been two glasses of whiskey. Two? Yeah. Okay. Are you sure that's only All right. two? All right. Mm-hmm. Well, two full ones. <laughs> I feel them pretty tall and I don't mix them. No chaser. All right, devil, go okay. ahead. That's what is it? To play dev- devil's go ahead, advocate. Devil. Devil's the blab advocate. Let's hear devil's. <laughs> you can't devil talk now. Say. say it. Devil's advocate. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't. still can't say it. Devil's advocate. Advocate. Anyways. That just um, sounds weird. <laughs> so, so, that phrase. Um. Do you think. Yes. That. I do think. Yes. So there, there's a phrase that I quote a lot, and anyone who's listened to the podcast knows it. Um, that the path smellers to... the fellers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, devil. I'm sorry. Go. <laughs> I'm not the devil. Okay. Anyways, so there's a quote that goes, "The path to hell is paved with good intentions," and you've heard it. Ooh, you've heard it. Anyone, ouch. Anyone who knows me has heard that quote. The, uh, so we had the best of intentions. So does that really merit everything that we did? Does that really make it just joke worthy? And like, who made that phrase up? First of all, yeah, where did that originate? I from? think it was C.S. Lewis. No, where's where's Google? Siri. <laughs> I don't have my phone. Siri, where are you? <laughs> Wait, Alexa. I'm, get, I'm I'm getting a Google Home for using so the podcast um, site we use. Um, I registered for like 12 months of continual payments and they're sending me a free Google Home. That's awesome. It's really uh, not free, really. We're just kind of probably getting reimbursed our money. For it. That, yeah. We're paying for it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, Alexa. And, yeah. You Wait, does nobody have, have their phone no. I don't here? have my phone We're not at me. your house. Lucy's got my phone. <laughs> yeah, we don't have Alexa here. Well, let me go get my phone real quick while you guys okay. about that. So because I can look I'm it. thinking that's, that's one of those phrases that we don't have to live by. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, because break that down. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. With good intentions. Okay, so the break that word down. There's one road to hell. <laughs> yeah, and it's paved with a where. <clears throat> okay, so if God looks at the heart, to me yeah. that's what it's contradictory to. If God sees our heart, that is true. Yeah, it. it Kind of contradicts the whole heart value but, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What, what is it called? All right, let's hear it. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. I'm saying C.S. Lewis. What are you saying? I'm going to say like some weird Puritan guy who burned witches at the stake. <laughs> Puritan witch burner. What are you saying, Ben? I'm going to say I have no idea. Well, I don't. I was think, gonna think of. Someone, I don't think you're gonna be right. 
Well, I want to think. <laughs> I tried to really come up with something really Jesus. clever and funny, but Jesus. I couldn't think of anything. So, um, I think I know whether I'm going to be a Christian or not. <laughs> it says, uh, if there is, I'll check it. All right. Well, well, well. C.S. Lewis says. Anyways, I want to thank all of you guys who are listening right now. We are 44 minutes in, and it has been just a fantastic episode. This has been amazing. It's it's been amazing for us, at least. Libby's here. She's having a good time. And if we would have been recording ahead of time, this would be like a two-hour episode because we talked for a while. So you're welcome. Yeah, you're you're welcome. And Lucy. Would you like to say hi? Lucy says hi. Hello. Izzy says hi. This okay. is good parenting right here. Yeah, I'm this just going to I'm going to give myself a check mark for tonight. Yeah, bringing your kids along for the podcast. Okay. <laughs> burning your kids? <laughs> no, don't burn your kids. You're burning your kids. Bringing, <laughs> bringing you you're along. So, you're so hipster, Libby. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, when I'm my, podcasting, I bring my, my kids with my me. My kids are podcasting. Right <laughs> I am. Uh, yeah, Lucy. So, yeah. When you're I, like, I really think Lucy could be a great guest on the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, she'd start talking about random stuff. <laughs> okay. So when you Sorry. girls are in like your mid twenties, millennial years, you can say, "I was podcasting when podcasting first became there cool." There you go. There you go. Really? Because you you were on this podcast. That's that's my goal as a parent. Uh, there's a podcast cart at my school, and we have to yeah. use it a lot. Mm-hmm. That's cool. they're teaching these kids to code and podcast already. Isn't That's that pretty crazy? cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Podcasting is fun. Oh All right. my gosh. So the expression is um, said to Who come said from St. Bernard of Clara. It came from a dog? <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> no, from a saint. <laughs> um, but so it actually is, If you, it was like a, um, it looks like French. And then so ah. it actually, the full translation... The full translation um, translates best to hell is full of good intentions and wishes. Oh, uh, okay. so, see, I could, I could. I don't know. What's this? What's the scriptural be, backing would, for that idea? I would be okay with hell if that's what it was full of. <laughs> what's the scriptural, the scriptural reference for that idea, please? Like, like good intentions and flowers and sunshine. I would be okay with to that. To me, this is like holiness theology, though, which <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know that I'm I'm totally oh. on board with. Okay, and it says so. The adaptation that we have now could have been influenced by um, C.S. a verse in Ecclesiastes that says, mm. "The way of sinners is plain with stones, but the end thereof is the pit of hell." Okay, I really love Ecclesiastes, so Ooh. I might have to think about this a little more. That's good, but at the end, therefore. Is the pit of hell, but I feel like that is such a broad statement that it doesn't necessarily. I do agree with that idea of we need to evaluate, you know, things. Yep, I agree, and see if the intentions were actually worth it, because I feel like, to some extent, the intentions kind of validate. But if God looks at our heart, He knows what our heart. This is yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like if if my intention was to do. Really God's good. will. You know, even if I hurt someone in the process, if my intention was to do really good, and I accidentally hurt somebody. Does God 
a good path. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like God's judging me. Gonna send you to hell. Yeah. And I truly, like, I know that there are people who... Oh, is that? Well, that's, like, super lettering. Anyways, but I know there are people, like, um, that have done some really, really awful things, like, in tag on, like, they thought it was God's will or whatever. Like, you know, people who will, like, murder and stuff like this, um, saying that they were, like, doing what God wanted them to do. But I truly think that there's no way that you could... If you were in your right mind, like if you weren't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's I a there's a difference between psychotic and really trying to do good. Yeah. Well, when I hear that, yeah. no, it's like it's storming. the rain. Lucy yeah. said there's a tornado warning, yeah, so we might need to check the weather. But yeah. when I hear that yeah. intentions pave the way mm-hmm. to hell, it's like you meant to do something good, but you really didn't. What we're talking about is we were doing things we thought were good with a good intention. Mm-hmm. So it isn't like we were sitting on our couch saying, oh, I'm meaning to go help someone, but I never do. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the okay. difference in that of we actually were doing things that were good, a bit misguided. Okay. Yeah. I can understand. So that, yeah. to me, it's different. Yeah. I could see that, like, sitting around saying, oh, someday I will do something to help others. Mm -hmm. But just Mm -hmm. not right now. Right now I'm going to do what I Because we did things that actually help people. We were were very action-oriented. Yeah. We were doing things every single day. Even if we did have kind of like a a holiness mindset. Right. (laughs) A a little misguided. Yeah. Probably. Perhaps, probably, most likely. 100%. Our our heart intention was to honor God and to love other people. Always. Yeah. Serve, grow, connect, win. Bam. (gasps) Bam. Drop that mic. No. Drop it. (laughs) Right now, drop it. I want to so bad. (laughs) That's a podcast, guys. Serve, grow, connect, win. (laughs) There you go. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you guys need to head Play out. Play Michael W. Smith song. <laughs> yes. Done. We're done. Wait. Or Natalie Grant. Jesus Culture. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, I, I don't know. I love them still. So. Me too. Uh, yeah. I've listened. I've been listening to any worship music in so long. I have it's not just, either. It's just Lumineers, Mumford and Sons, Avet Brothers. Uh, what's a guy you listen to a lot? Elvis. Mike no. Mike Maines. Oh. <laughs> Elvis. Elvis. <laughs> no. Mike Maines. Uh I got no roots from my Oh home. that one? That um, song. Oh yeah. Oh that one, there. that one. That's, I was just one. thinking about that. That's Alice. my jam. That's my jam. I thought you were gonna start blaring that. Alice. I'm going. Here. I can. Okay. You want to? <laughs> sure. After this, we're gonna have a jam dance party. We're gonna turn off all the lights. So, what was like our original question? We were talking about how do we like tell? I do not remember. Yeah, we're evaluating past experiences, right? Like what was truth compared to were they legit now? Yeah, were they not? Like, does truth change? Right. Okay, so what is something that happened? And we can go Libby and go around something that happened in your life in your walk with God. That you believe was 100% legit and life-changing. That you have no question about whether it was false or not. I don't understand. 
like something that happened in your walk with God that you one hundred that I still don't have any that you one hundred percent believe was legit. Um, I know that my I had my experience, my conversion experience when I realized God was real, that Jesus was real. I have no doubt in, and that honestly is what has anchored me through this whole time of seeing Jesus in a vision that something that's never happened to me ever again since in such a radical sort of extreme way. So maybe I am, I think that I am weak and that's what I needed, you know? Mm. Um, but that is, that's what anchors me through all of these questions that while theologically I might, I don't have all of the answers I do not have any doubts that God and God is real and that Jesus is God. So that would that would be my one true anchoring experience. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I was waiting for you to pass me the mic for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but, I mean, you could use it if you want. <laughs> that's fine. Um, for me, it was kind of very similar of like kind of like my conversion process or whatever. Um, but. I, the one time that I know that I experienced God and that, um, I know it wasn't just something I was making up is, um, when I, um, felt the Holy Spirit for the first time. Um, and it wasn't like Holy Spirit as in like speaking in tongues and all this stuff, but like, I felt that overwhelming, like all of the, um, fruits of the Holy Spirit of just like. I felt all of this, like, love and all of this joy and this peace um, just, like, overcame my body. Like, um, and since that day, like, I've I've had a hope that's different than any other kind of hope that I've had before. Um, and just the experience that I had, um, I had no kind of, um, I don't know, I never had any other... Um, information about or anything like that. It wasn't like I just came up with it because I felt like that's what Christians would, um, need to experience or whatever. Like I didn't have any kind of like Christian background or I didn't even know the fruits of the Holy spirit or any of that stuff, but I just felt all of this stuff. And then, um, then looking back on it. And then I remember that's when I'm like, I feel like I just need to learn something about something like the Holy Spirit or something like that. And so I started reading and looking into it and it just fully explained what I felt like that was him. That was God who just like changed my life. Yeah. Stop staring at me. (laughs) That's cool. I admire you. I like that. I admire your confidence. Yeah. I want to be more like you. And you. All right, Keith, your turn. To you. Got nothing. Just kidding. Shut up. So for me, I've got my conversion. I've also got my Holy Spirit moment for sure. But for me, I feel like the most, it's kind of random, but the thing that the experience for me that I feel like has been more, uh, I don't, I don't want to say more prominent, but an ex- one particular experience where I feel like God told me something and it happened um, I remember it was at an immersion one time and it was, uh, there was a kid there and, uh, I feel like God, there was like something that 
God told me to tell him. And I went up to him and I told him and the kid just started crying. And he was like, that's exactly what I was just praying for God to tell me. And for me, like all of the uh, anthropic arguments and all of the uh, different scientific things, evolutionary things I've been studying, they don't answer those questions. Of, like when something prophetic happens and it's like God shows up. He speaks something, he does something, he moves in a way that is completely, you didn't expect it. There's no other way that could have been anything other than God. So, I don't know. For me, those are the things that are like, and especially like my conversion for sure. And then, like Amanda was talking about with like, when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, like I really feel like that actually happened. And I don't know, like, those moments like that are the ones that, like, keep me holding on, for sure. So, there's that. Hmm. That's all I've got. <laughs> Drop that mic again. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think God is real because he does some pretty messed up stuff yeah that you don't expect the unexplainable yeah 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 it is it is as much as the mysterious really frustrates the heck out of me and it just causes me to just want to give up on it all it's the same thing that keeps me holding on is like the weirdest aspect in the whole world yeah mm -hmm. like that mysterious quality of god it makes me so mad, but at the same time, it's like, that's why I believe in you, I think. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I've just got a messed up brain. No, I think no. there is. I think. <laughs> no, you don't. No. When you know something, you know something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's all I've got for the night. You ladies got anything else? No, I'm good. All right. Good talk, good talk. <laughs> good talk. Well, uh, this has been Libby and Amanda on the podcast. Any final words? Nope. <laughs> no, no, Amanda's jacuzzi. We love you oh, all. Yeah. We love you all. Can you do it? Yo, 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 it's Amanda's jacuzzi. Okay. <laughs> this has been Amanda's jacuzzi, and Libby has been here as well enjoying it uh -huh. <laughs> did you ever it's probably like <laughs> way past your time or whatever but when i grew up i thought the coolest thing was amanda show because yeah. obviously okay yeah that was, that was my kids oh, okay good so when amanda, she, amanda, amanda. yes that was literally my life like obviously i thought i was yeah. gonna take her place when she was done you know um but so her Yo, 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 what's Amanda's jacuzzi was always how I, like, I imagined my life being anybody who would come into my house. Like, she answers the phone like that all the time. There you go. <laughs> but usually only And if they teeth. don't understand, it's their fault. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and I can't wait to own a jacuzzi someday so that I can have these conversations Seriously. in a jacuzzi. Well, we had one, <laughs> but our neighbor. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so we're going to close this off for the night, and it has been... Um, thanks everyone for 
for joining us. It has been a great time. And uh, uh, go ahead and head over to iTunes if you enjoyed this show. And, yep, leave us your response. Um, give us a review, a rate, all that good stuff. And then head on over to Facebook. Join our Facebook group, like our page, all that, yada, yada, yada. The same things I repeat pretty much every episode. So thank you, everyone, for joining us again. And, uh, yeah, Twitter, which uh, Libby, yeah, Pilgrims and Prodigals, Libby is officially heading that up again. And uh, hopefully she's going to get us some good guests on again. <laughs> but uh, we will see you guys soon. Um, from here at Pilgrims and Prodigals, we love you. And goodbye. Bye. Bye.